Welcome to the WCIA 3-in-1 podcast. Brett Behrens and Andy Olson here at Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana, and it's an early exit for Illinois. The top-seeded Illini bounced in the quarterfinal round. They are one and done in the Big Ten tournament. We are in the lobby here at Gainbridge Fieldhouse to give you the full aura of, of what's happening. There's an excitement here a Friday night. It's, Long day of basketball it, so it far. It has, but it's great because you get four games on Thursday. You get four games today on a Friday, setting up semifinal Saturday, where Illinois was certainly hoping it would be minimum to play Iowa after the Hawkeyes knock off Rutgers, the four seed. I mean, I would have loved to have seen another Iowa-Illinois matchup. I mean, it was fun this past would have been Would have been great, but Illinois not able to get it done in a 65-63 loss to Indiana, Andy. And... Look, Brad Underwood tried to spin this after the game in terms of like, hey, we're going to get rest, blah, blah, blah. And we can debate if it's a good thing if they lost. Like, look, they were trying to win a title. That's fine. How did you make an assessment afterwards just listening to the press conference and what Brad Underwood and, and Trent Frazier and all those guys said about what their response was here today? Because they win the Big Ten regular season co-championship on Sunday – and yet, five days later, they're here, and they just didn't play well. I mean, it's, they, weren't, they weren't great. No, and, you know, I think that there's something to what Brad Underwood said about, you know, the fact that they will be more rested going into the NCAA tournament than they were last season when they were really mentally drained after putting everything they had into going out and winning that tournament title. Remember, the last, last game of the championship went into overtime. They, they had to yeah. give it their all in that one. And that's great. I think he's right that they do have that, but... You know, like you said, in the end, they're still trying to win this title. And, and once again, some of the flaws with this team, you know, reared their ugly head. It just seems like Illinois can't go a, a single game without having a stretch of, you know, four minutes, five minutes, six minutes, whatever it is, without scoring a, po a point. That happened twice today uh, where, where they struggled with that. They really couldn't do the simple things right like layups inside they had two missed dunks where uh each time the ball just kind of flew out of uh the player's hands once it was coleman hawkins the other it was omar Payne. 12 missed layups in the game and that just can't be how you're playing at this point in the season those are the kind of things that you you clean up in november you know you you can't seriously be playing like this and expect to win a ton of games in march like illinois was was hoping to do so while I'm with Brad Underwood that I think he's right, Illinois will be well-rested for whoever they get in their matchup. We're imagining it's going to be a 4-13, so they'll get a pretty good uh, low-major conference winner if that's the case. And if they even drop down to a 5, they'll get an even better low-major conference winner or even yeah, they you know, one get, of the last teams on the bubble. They can get in. a mid-major team at the 12-5, exactly. and, and that could be really dangerous there as the 12-5 matchup is a lot of times. You know, where you're 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 sweating uh, who, yeah. who that could be. I do agree with that, that, look, they are going to be more rested here now. And ultimately, this doesn't matter. Yeah. They're in the tournament. It's the difference of an Indiana who needed this win today to punch its ticket to the big dance, and they got it. Yeah. And that's what conference tournaments are. So ultimately, I'm with Brad Underwood, the same as you. I do think it's a little bit of uh, trying to see the glass half full, which yeah. is also okay, I think, in a sense, because – you're trying to rally your guys and, hey, season's not over. Okay, we lost here, but this isn't the end goal. And they've talked about that, you know, for a long time now, that it's it's about the NCAA tournament. And even a couple of weeks ago where they said it's about the Final Four, not just the NCAA tournament, but, like, they have Final Four aspirations. So I, I think you could look at 
really both sides of this, but sure, it's a missed opportunity. You want to be playing your best ball this time of year. Yeah. And they were last year when they won 14 of 15, including the Big Ten tournament, to go on that huge run. So I think you can look at this several ways, but all in all, am I like overly concerned? I, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's what it's what championship week is, and that's what makes it so much fun. Yeah. Because you have teams like Indiana who have to win, and I think they probably would have been in Andy beating it Michigan. Been close. It would have been They close. probably would have been like yeah. one of the last four in. But now they're definitely in. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and and give credit to Indiana for that. Yeah. And in the end, Illinois just didn't look good, and it, and it was just those same mistakes that we saw during the regular season rearing their heads again and again and you know you like you have already said you need to be playing your best basketball this time of year and you could argue that maybe last year they peaked too early but you know when I heard the guys saying as we were kind of in the lead up to this that they feel like they're peaking at the right time I don't know if I agreed with that because they played a really tough game against Iowa. You found a way to win, which of course is great, but right. they did not play great in that game by, by any means. They came out flat against Penn State. I'd argue their last really good performance was at Michigan in Ann Arbor, where you know even Michigan late in that game came back. Right. And they played good down the stretch against Ohio State, but overall that game against the Buckeyes wasn't good either. So there's been a few games in a row where Illinois just has not had that energy there. There's been no one to make those shots or just get their momentum swinging in the right way and I thought maybe this would be the game that changed that when 15 seconds in Alfonso Plummer hits a three and it's like okay they're starting out right. on the right foot and then he goes on to finish two of 14 I believe for the game yeah he only uh, had one more shot exactly that, that, he, that he made so in the first you know 10 seconds he's, he hits one and you're thinking here we go and he only makes one more the, the rest of the you know 39 50 yeah. <laughs> of the game you know so he he had a really tough go of it um two of 12 for Plummer in the in the game for him Kofi's the bright spot with a game high 23 points um Coleman Hawkins too I think he's the star of the game for Illinois with a career high 18 and and if we're going to take one positive away from this whole day and in, in this Big Ten tournament which is only one game for Illinois it's it's got to be Coleman Hawkins because if you're going to get him making four threes you're going to be in games and and where would they be without Coleman today when you have Trent going four for ten which okay like maybe you'll take two of six from three Plummer's the real struggle there at two of twelve um you know Andre Corbello one of seven so without Coleman today this is this it's is a lot uglier uh, an ugly game right yeah and and give credit to, to Coleman for that because I feel like I mean we've talked about his resurgence a lot but it really he was not playing well in the middle of the season, and, and call it a sophomore slump, whatever you want to, however you want to give credence to that. Yeah. But like he was just had no not, confidence, not playing great, no confidence, and he told us that. Yeah, he admitted that. And to see him come out of that, step into this role, he hasn't started all year. Besides, towards the beginning, in that middle of the year, he got taken out of the starting lineup. Now thrust back into the starting lineup after Jacob Grandison goes down against Penn State. We're still waiting to see when maybe he's going to come back. He's out of the sling but did not play tonight. So he's back in the starting lineup in this huge game here in Indianapolis. And he performed. He was one of the ones who stepped up yeah. in this game. I mean, 18 points is nothing to sneeze at, especially when you, Plummer's only given you six. Curbelo's over, only given you, I believe, it was three or four. He, had, he made one shot. He had a 
Cabello had five. He had, had made five. A couple he had free a few throws. free throws in there as well. But he's so, still three of seven from the line. And the free throws. Not, uh, the free throws are another thing that we have. Yeah. Fifteen and twenty-three from the from the stripe. Like, hey, that's going to be the difference. You you make a couple more of those, and it's either going to overtime or you're winning the game. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I get it. If you're angsty and you're an Illini fan, I, I can understand that today. Yeah. You know, after seeing this performance. And I think that's still some scar tissue from last season. Absolutely. Illinois lost three straight games in Gamebridge Fieldhouse. I love this place. I think it's a fantastic venue yeah. for basketball. It's not for Illinois. The Baylor loss last year here in... In front of no one. And that was back in December. I believe it was December. Yeah. It was either late November or early, De early December. I'm, I'm going to say it was December. Then you go here and lose to Loyola. And now you lose today. They're hoping they don't come back here. Yeah. I, I think that's the big thing. There is a first and second round NCAA tournament site right back here in Indianapolis, and they're hoping to punch a ticket to Milwaukee or wherever they're going, anywhere but Indianapolis, Andy. Yeah, anywhere but the closest site to Champaign is, yeah. essentially. They could go to Buffalo. I don't think they would care. But Let's not go to Buffalo. <laughs> this is the... It's a, having this week, and it may be seven days before they play again. They could not play until Friday in yep. the NCAA tournament. They, have, they could have a while to sit with their thoughts and this could be a great reset button. I know we're kind of circling back around to what Brad Underwood said, um, how this could be advantageous for them. But, you know, they need that bad right now because as they've gotten down the stretch here in Big Ten play, they've certainly won some games. But a lot of these games, they haven't looked great. And I think maybe getting a reset, like it, Iowa didn't have much of a reset. But see where they came from Sunday where they missed a ton of their free throws down the stretch and it ended up losing them the game to Illinois. To now, I mean, it seems like they can't stop hitting threes from beyond the arc. Um, if Illinois can find that kind of reset, can find that part of their game again where Alfonso Plummer is hitting those shots, Trent Frazier is hitting those shots, that could be so important in them making that kind of longer run that Illinois fans are hoping. I, I know they're hoping to see at least a second weekend. How long yeah. has it been since they've been to the, to the Sweet 16 at this point? It's been since 2005, I believe. Yeah. It's been a long time. Been so, a very long time. Um, and we thought we'd get that last year. Yeah, and, right. of course, that got taken away. So my big point and, and thought from today is, is take it what you will from what Brad Underwood said. Is it a positive thing you lose today? No. I think what they would have felt better at, Andy, is if you lose to Iowa tomorrow on a Saturday sure. in the semis. You get one more day's rest. You feel good. Okay. You don't beat an Iowa t a team three times. Is Illinois better than Indiana? Yes. Yeah. I, I truly believe that. Indiana wanted it more today. And I think that's part of the disappointing part for Illinois fans is, you, you know, you, you didn't want it enough. And, and costly mistakes at the end. How do you miss dunks? I don't know when you're 6'10 or 7 foot like Omar Payne. How, how do you miss layups? How do you miss free throws? I mean, just things that are, are going to be costly and things in March that you can't do. And I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, if, if you're going to be successful, if you're going to make a second weekend, you've got to be able to make free throws. And you've got to be able to make easy buckets. And, and they weren't able to do that. All right, Andy, four seed, is that where we're at now? I, I think that's what Brad Evans, would, our uh, that's right. resident bracketologist, we could say. He's I our would guy. say the four seed's a pretty safe bet okay. at this point. Maybe five depending on what happens around them the rest of the weekend, but I think four yeah, is pretty solid. I feel good about four. I think that's where they're going to land, and I don't think that's a bad thing at all. No. I mean, from where this program has been in the past decade to where they are now, and, okay, 
you're settling for a four seed, yeah. you're doing something right. Yeah. So and maybe that doesn't give them the the great matchup in the Sweet 16. You have to face a one or whatever. But hey, how about you like just to, get there exactly? First. You'd love to get there first. Just get to the Sweet 16 first. Then you can worry about what the matchup is. Illinois is a really talented team, and they're going to head into Selection Sunday knowing that they're in the big dance. Where they fall and where they go, I think, is going to be the big thing with matchups because we saw last year in the matchup game, did not work out. Exposed no. big time last year, and that's what the NCAA tournament is all about. It's all about matchups and how you go out and take care of business and, and handle uh, what they can control. So we'll see how it plays out. All right, 65-63, Illinois a loser here in the Big Ten Tournament quarterfinals to Indiana. The number nine seed Hoosiers in the semifinals for the first time since 2013. Anything about that for a program that yeah. has that much history? They have not played on a Saturday here at the Big Ten Tournament since 2013. We will do it again next week from the NCAA Tournament. I am excited to finally get the chance to cover an NCAA Tournament for this team. I know Illini fans are pumped up to be back in that moment, on that stage, to get some redemption. And we will find out in uh, seven or eight days here, as, as soon as eight days, if Illinois falls Thursday, Saturday, or Friday, Sunday, as to if they're going to make a Sweet 16. Yeah, and here's hoping because I know you and I both would like to see them go a long way because uh, the team's fun to cover. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we love talking about it too. So, yeah, it's been a fun I ride, and I know they're not done yet. Can they regroup? That'll be the biggest question here uh, until they play again. For Andy Olson, I'm Brett Barons. Thanks so much for listening to the WCIA 3 in 1 podcast.